0: Welcome to the Questionably Qualified podcast. I'm John Truxus, and I have an ongoing feud with the Baltimore Ravens and Denver Broncos after the way they've treated me in picks this year. Joining me, as always, Mike Yax. Yax, how you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing good. I'm not a big fan of the Ravens either, so I hear you. Yeah, they've
0: been very unkind to you. I mean,
1: it what, what? What do I gotta do to get a team to just punch Jim Schwartz and his dumb? weasel face and then just beat the Browns what do we got to do
0: it doesn't seem like it's asking a lot and I mean yeah so so it it bit you in our loser pool this this week but for me it was having the Ravens minus six and watching Lamar just throw a pass right off a Browns helmet you know give (laughs) give Jim Schwartz's defense one more touchdown on the season
1: yeah I mean yeah it's a bummer True bummer. Anyway, you slice it.
0: I need to go back and see when the last time I was I got a Baltimore game right because I know that I picked both the Lions and the Seahawks getting points against them, and obviously that didn't go well. And I did a little digging this week on the other picks, and Denver is the current one that's really killing me where I haven't picked their game right since week three, which was when I picked the Dolphins to beat them by six and a half.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you, you nailed that one
0: yeah yeah i was very right very right on that one i mean i, I was uh, yeah since then they've just been zigging whenever i zag
1: i, I was feeling good because i took the seahawks in our loser pool lat the week before and mm-hmm. i was feeling similarly confident because i was like this browns team not so good
0: up 14 11 minutes left feels great
1: 97 <laughs> percent chance of winning
0: yep Yikes. just just not good enough
1: yeah, that's
0: a... All right. Well, let's go ahead and dive into some of the other stuff that happened last week, just the more general news.
1: John, you'll never you'll never guess. Our our guys at Charger Chat. I I don't think that they were right about the Chargers defense.
0: <laughs> so, you think that you think that strength of schedule is important?
1: You know, it turns out that if your defense plays good against the New York Jets, the Chicago Bears, and the Las Vegas Raiders, you you might not have a great defense just based on those three opponents alone. I, yeah.
0: yeah. There's a reason that uh, opponent adjustments are important for advanced stats, I think.
1: <laughs> oh, my poor guys at the Charger chat, John. I tuned in just to see what they had to say. The first sound you hear when they start speaking was one of them burped. I, I swear to God. I mean, it makes
0: me feel a lot better about our production value. I
1: know. You know, they got a thousand subscribers at least. Where's our... Get out. get That's... over here guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, come join us. We'll talk about the Chargers every week if you want us to. We can add them to the to the two teams that we currently cover. Yeah. We'll just we'll just pop the Bears down another another notch.
1: <laughs> but yeah, the Lions, my my beloved Lions scored forty one points in a barn burner against the Chargers. Held them off forty one to thirty eight. I mean, I think the same thing goes for our defense. It's, I think it's still top ten by some metrics. I don't know what it is by DVOA. Yeah,
0: currently ninth in DVOA.
1: Um, but yeah, that's probably one of the better D- offenses we've played, and we got <laughs> Keenan cooked. Keenan Allen. I think they us.
0: said that the Chargers scored a touchdown on each
1: of their last yes. five possessions. Yep, and that is the first time that's ever happened, and the team lost. I think in <laughs> NFL history. Yeah. So it's nice. It's nice to play. It. Yeah, it's nice to play a team like the Chargers that has like a similar vibe of being cursed and doing mm-hmm. things that have never been done in, in futility. Like that's like such a Lions yeah. thing. It feels like, but it felt nice to kind of come out come out on the other side of that.
0: Yeah, unprecedented in the wrong way.
1: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you could write a history of the Detroit Lions and you could title it "Unprecedented in the Wrong Way." And that everyone would be like, "Yeah, it's a great title."
0: <laughs> I so how are you feeling? I mean, after that game, do you feel like it's just a matter of Justin Herbert can be really good at times? Do you feel like I just? I mean, how do you feel from a from a stretch run standpoint?
1: Um, I, I'm so I still feel good about our rush defense. Um, our pass rush gets there and fits and spurts. I think we saw that against Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I, I really even with so we have so many injuries in the back end um like a lot of the guys we signed everyone other than i think Camp sutton is out uh brian branch is still pretty good but like they had to line him up at corner throughout the game at some points which is like he's a good player he's a rookie he should not be lining up at corner ever
0: like yeah getting that, thrown into the fire a little bit yeah there. like
1: that's just not it's not he's he wants to play nickel he wants to play like a in the box type safety role, like he does not want to play outside corner, like that's not what he wants to do. I I think when we play against good wide receivers, we get exposed, and I think it's happened. And when that matches with good quarterback play, I think that's the kind of stuff that happens. I think we saw Devonte Adams get open against us a bunch, and we saw mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo not be able to do anything with it because he's
0: <laughs> just just plain miss him. Yep,
1: um, it happened again. It happened again with somebody else, I remember, where it was, like, just a couple misses. But Geno ripped us to shreds. (laughs) And, Patrick Mahomes has nobody that can catch the football. And Travis Kelsey wasn't playing. And then it's like Justin Herbert just torched us because Keenan Allen is awesome. And, uh, you know, even Quentin Johnston had his best game of the season. So that is still a concern for me. So going up against high-octane passing offenses, I think, will be, you know... Kind of worrisome. But we'll see if we have an answer.
0: Well here's the here's the good news for you. Your upcoming slate, the opposing quarterbacks that you're facing, Justin Fields, Jordan Love, Derek Carr slash Jameis Winston. <laughs> Justin Fields again, maybe, or Tyson Bajant. <laughs> Russ Wilson, Josh Dobbs, Dak Prescott, Josh Dobbs. I don't
1: know. These are <laughs> I maybe I'm just like an internalized my lions. My Lions dumb, but those sound like like I don't know. I still just have flashes of Justin Fields throwing for like five hundred yards to DJ Moore against Washington. I'm like, eh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Josh Dobbs yeah. is literally legitimately my favorite player in the NFL.
0: So Josh Dobbs is terrifying. Yeah. And now I'm like really sad I didn't he pick him up amazing. in fantasy. I really wish I. had. I
1: love him so much. I just. I feel so bad that I talked so much shit about him because we didn't know anything about him. But I guess yeah. like someone someone knew something about him because I love him and he's like my new favorite player. And it's kind of mm-hmm. a bummer he's in the division, but it's awesome.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Sad times. Sad times for quarterback <laughs> needy teams. But yeah, I mean Dobbs Dobbs crushed me again last week. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, man. He's I'm also like <laughs> the, I can't find out who i can't remember who this was but the lions signed somebody from like signed them away from philly's practice squad because he was cut that started on the bears 2020 defense and it's at corner we're looking up there
0: it's generally not
1: a good sign <laughs> I was, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and i think that team was almost historically bad on defense especially in the secondary yeah. and he was their worst performer yikes <laughs> like, everyone's like
0: yeah it's not the that's not the bargain bin you want to be shopping in we
1: got some i heard somebody in a podcast be like he's got so much game experience there should be there could be some upside here i'm like (laughs) he was the weak link on the worst defense in 2020 like i don't really know what we're what we're supposed to when we see us sign somebody like this we should be panicking
0: (laughs) yeah yeah it's important to weigh experience against other attributes also (laughs) okay with that let's go ahead and move on to the chicago bears who also won last week really shocking until you remember that they played the carolina panthers <laughs> yes. and squeaked by with a three-point win so i still won my uh, the pick that you helped me make there with
1: Two the panthers plus three and a half yeah, yeah, yeah or three and a half that That's was beautiful right. squeaked it in. The, your other one hit too didn't it that we changed out of so. yes yes
0: yeah. the other one did too but but it was nice to log that win early in the week you know yeah. it was good um yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody really gets credit for beating the the Panthers, right? I mean, the, agreed. <laughs> the only team that didn't is Houston somehow.
1: I have a, they have the number one passer by DVOA, and they couldn't couldn't knock down the Panthers.
0: That's one of those confounders. Like I feel like we're going to be looking back at stuff for a while now, and I'm going to be like, why why am I having such a hard time buying into the Texans with how good CJ Stroud is? And it's like, oh right, they lost fifteen to thirteen coming off their bye against I, the carolina panthers
1: and, you know i think it was they got in cj's head a little bit because you know i don't know he probably was pressing a little wanted to like really shove the panthers face in it for not t- taking him yeah i don't know i didn't watch the game i just love thinking of like weird like storylines like that i, I have yeah, no idea yeah <laughs> there's
0: something right something <laughs> something weird was obviously happened real because, weird that day
1: yeah
0: exactly Carolina is now 1 and 8 with a point differential of negative 89 yes. which uh actually is not the worst in the league. Ooh. Do you know who has the worst? Oh, it's got to be league? the Giants. Correct. Do you know who has the second worst in the league?
1: Second worst.
0: I would have thought it was the Panthers once the Giants were out of the thing I would have been like, oh yeah, it's got to be the Panthers after that. That's what but it's I not. was
1: thinking that, but it also might be the Bears.
0: It is the New England Patriots. Oh, that makes
1: so much sense. We're just Yep. We just got the a bad brain we don't think of them as a bad team yeah but they stink
0: exactly yeah. yeah now in fairness to all those teams the patriots are at negative 97 panthers are at negative 89 and the arizona cardinals are at negative 87 the new york giants in the first place there <laughs> are negative 148
1: i mean dallas did them so dirty that it's just so
0: 50 like, percent worse than than the next
1: i know but like it's really hard if you stink and in your first game, you lost forty to nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I was
0: gonna say Dallas also did Arizona dirty, but then I remembered that Dallas no, actually did you wrong. dirty in that there game. There you go.
1: Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> let's keep. Let's revisit my awful suicide picks. That weren't awful in any way, or like, yeah, I just got boned a little bit. But nah, that's life, man.
0: It sure is. That's that's why those pools work out the
1: way they do. I know. I was feeling so good. I was like, oh man. I have all the garbage teams coming up. No, yep, just didn't work out. You taking the Bears this week or what? <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> that, we'll get to that. you and, said you you were picking the Lions this week. I, oh no, you're picking them for the the Raiders. Correct. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think I have a whole lot more to talk about with the Bears. Tyson Bagent, I guess, got another win. Uh, that's that's fine for him. But Justin Fields is back this week. I'm very happy for the sake of I don't the know, football man. Uh, seems
1: like maybe a controversy.
0: <laughs> there's, there's a controversy brewing for sure.
1: <laughs> I heard a stat. I was listening to Aaron Glenn give be a dickhead to the media per usage, which mm-hmm. I don't understand why he's like that. <laughs> Um, I mean, he had the worst defense in the league for at least maybe two years in a row. Whatever. Last year, how many yards do you... I think I, think I heard this right, and I, I can't look it up, so the ghosts will have to correct me if I'm wrong. I think, how many yards do you think Justin Fields rushed for against the Lions last year?
0: Well, in the first game, he had like 160, I think. I think that he like burned them down. So I remember one of them was like an <laughs> 80-yard touchdown. <laughs> I think, I think he said it was
1: 297. Yeah, yeah, that I believe. Oh, oh, oh no. So, yeah. I'm not looking forward to that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that part will be a little tricky. Let's let's dig into that controversy a little further there. <laughs> so, Bajent has a four-start sample size. Four starts and one relief appearance, okay? There you go. And his yards per attempt come out to a tidy. Six. It's six yards per attempt. Not
1: as bad as I thought. <laughs> Obviously, you want to be like anyone who is good is above seven. Yeah, that's rough.
0: And we know his eight out isn't very good, and that's with uh, three touchdowns, <laughs> six interceptions.
1: <laughs> I heard a stat that his longest completion this isn't has nothing to do with air yards. The longest reception was for sixteen yards for him last week
0: that's yikes
1: that's like with yak included yeah yeah that's wild against the carolina panthers yeah that's something else do you
0: want to know who else is on the bear's depth chart i know you know one of the other people on there but do you know the other person on the bear's depth chart quarterback
1: quarterback isn't the other one nathan Mm -hmm.
0: peterman uh yes there's one there's one list on espn besides that oh i don't know that he's actually on the team Oh. But they have they have Fields, Bajan, Peterman listed on ESPN. I don't see the other guy on on the regular depth chart site, so I'm not sure if maybe he was cut or something like that. But who else do you think might be there? <laughs> if it if it was someone who could be even worse than Nathan Peterman, John, and that maybe went to a Big Ten school.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Oh, it's uh, it, uh no, it can't be. Can't be the Penn State kid. Mm. Is uh, not McSorley. Uh huh. Oh no way. (laughs) That's that's pretty bad.
0: Maybe they were worried about a potential controversy with Nathan Peterman (laughs) at some point, and they wanted to,
1: you know, see if they could find someone even worse to be their third stringer. I was gonna say, did the did the Giants trade Tommy DeVito? And I don't know about it, like.
0: We're we're in that class for sure. <laughs> a
1: little Ben Denucci action.
0: Yeah, it's it's ugly out there. <laughs> um, okay, let's go ahead and run through some of the other notable performances from last week. You mentioned Keenan Allen. That was nice what he did against the Lions, and it was even better because the Lions still covered. So that was that was a fabulous one for me.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. You got the Keenan fantasy angle. I forgot about that. Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm. The let, let's talk about the Buffalo Bills real quick.
1: They, they look like dog shit. I don't know. <laughs> um, so
0: they, so we d- we just discussed how how Tyson Bajan averaged six yards per attempt in his time, right? Yes. This whole the thing. Buffalo Bills on Monday night averaged seven point one yards per play.
1: Well, per play,
0: they were getting they were gaining seven yards. That's good. And they lost. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because and they lost the game. They had a
1: fumble. a interception another fumble
0: another interception so four turnovers oh my god i I just i was i i was watching we were watching the game here sort like it was on in the background yeah. here and cat came and sat down and asked like wow what's what's wrong with buffalo like they're losing this game and i i, I was just sort of like puzzled I was like, I don't know what to tell you. Like they, every time I watch them, they seem to be gaining yards and yeah. they're doing quite well. But here we are; they're losing. Like <laughs> I don't know; they're losing to Russell Wilson and the Broncos. So no idea.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I it's it's sad because I kind of like wanted Sean Payton to fail in a way, but that that red zone touchdown to and Sutton was like. That was ridiculous. That was like, yeah, I loved that. Was a masterpiece. I saw. I had like a three percent chance of being a completion. Like, yeah, that was awesome. Old school rust too. I feel like that was was. directly
0: out of the old Tyler Lockett playbook. Mm -hmm.
1: Just like, just scurrying around back there, and then like, what beautiful touch! Like, that's another element of his game we haven't seen Mm -hmm. as, like, you know, be as good as we kind of seen it. Like at its yeah, for sure. I (laughs) love. Like, was it today or yesterday? That, like, Trayvon Diggs, who's, like, recovering from an ACL, is just, like, you gotta get my brother out of there. <laughs> it's just, like, <laughs> why does everything, like, have to, like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm, like, poor Stefan Diggs. Like, he's got a reputation. Now his, like, brother is, like, creating all this, like, controversy for him. And I'm, like, I don't know. It's just so silly.
0: Yeah, it is. It is kind of silly. Yeah, and, and yeah, right. It's hard to tell. Is it is Diggs responsible for the controversy? He's certainly responsible for some, for right? Some like he does it. obviously get yeah, emotional. Yeah. but like, and it's not like yeah, he can't yeah.
1: control like what his brother says, and like it just so happens that he right. has a massive platform because he is also an NFL superstar, and it's like it's so funny that he he so he, the initial tweet is something like he's got to get up out of there, like <laughs> this sucks for Stephon Diggs, and then like. A whole firestorm happens. <laughs> like he doubles down by being like, before Stefan was there, Josh Allen essentially was dog shit. And I'm like, Ooh. he's not wrong. But like, yeah,
0: damn. yeah. There's a little more going on there than that, yes. but that's, yeah.
1: It's like kind of a silly thing to say. You know? Yeah.
0: So in the aftermath of that game, the Bills fired their offensive coordinator. I was perplexed. Which by came that. as a surprise to some. Yeah. That was a little perplexed because by that. Because the Bills are currently third in offensive
1: DVOA. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so I don't, I don't know that you should expect them to do better, but if you wanted some kind of explanation for it, I think looking at the box score from the game might give you somewhat better of an idea, which is that Josh Allen goes 15 for 26 for just 177 yards with a touchdown and two picks. And in the meantime, James Cook and Latavius Murray ran the ball only 21 times. So five times less than they threw the ball. And they were averaging 8.4 yards per carry.
1: Holy moly.
0: So I'm thinking that maybe McDermott's upset that they didn't lean a little more into the run game there and (laughs) try to take advantage of that against a Denver team that isn't terribly scary either.
1: Yeah, that that, I can see how that would be. That's insane that they're averaging more yards on running plays than passing plays. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's insane. That's really cool. Right. Yeah, pretty pretty wild. So I think again,
0: like I, I don't know that you're going to get better results, but I do think we've seen it all year since that first game the Bills played against the Jets that Al- Josh is pressing. Like he's he's trying to win the game every other play.
1: Yeah, that's the game he had the blackout quote or something. Yeah, yeah, that was the one, yeah.
0: And I think that maybe, I mean, maybe McDermott's thing here, besides just trying to make sure he hangs on to his job, is that they're not doing enough to kind of save him from himself in that sense. Where it's like, hey, like we love that you can make those plays, but we don't need to do them all the time. We can just play regular football.
1: Yeah, it's just, that's kind of just like, like... I don't know, man. If you're the offensive coordinator and you've seen kind of what you've seen this year, and you're cooking them running like that, I would not trust that. That's like you haven't been able to right. do it all year, like yeah. So it's like I can understand why he wouldn't have like, and then it's like it does it didn't it doesn't wait what had happened, right? Like did he start waiting? Did he start running more as the game progressed, seeing that it was. Or did he go away from it? Like I'd, I'd like, right. to, I'd be interested to see that. But you're the third yeah. too. By DVOA, Josh Allen has kind of like turned the ball over in spots inexplicably, and then yeah, mm-hmm. I think J. It there's been some fumble problems basically around the whole team. So I I don't I didn't yep. get it <laughs> honestly, and I think it's yeah. insane that people are saying that he Sean McDermott might get fired. Like if he's fired at the end of the season, like. Some team is I agree. lucky as fuck. be a dumb fuck. idea. Like, yeah. <laughs> there might be, like, ten firings anywhere else. Like, he would be scooped up in a minute. Like, that would be very stupid.
0: Yeah, unless unless you, unless you feel like that he's, like, lost the locker room and that the guys there hate him like they did Josh McDaniels, then, yeah, it would be pretty ridiculous to, to fire him. I agree. All right, well, yeah, so the Bills are disappointing. And I think there's also some degree of it that is the Broncos just being better than the worst defense ever right <laughs> so after they gave up 70 to the dolphins most of the metrics had them listed as the worst defense of all time yes and it's it's just hard to be a historical outlier yeah for a whole season generally speaking yeah
1: unless you're coached by joe barry and they're not coached by joe barry if you're if you guys, then you can be all all year long you can be as bad as you want to be all year long yeah <laughs> <laughs> um okay let's let's move on we'll we'll
0: talk quickly about the ravens who also had a really disappointing performance i thought i know we touched on them earlier in the podcast another good but... one
1: to talk about would be san francisco and jacksonville Ooh, that one was cra- that was a crazy one too and houston yeah obviously. you want you want to talk about what you thought out of jacksonville there uh it, it i didn't like i didn't love it <laughs> 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 what was the final score 38 to 3
0: Thirty-eight
1: to three. Oh my gosh, man! That was in Duval County.
0: It was, yeah, yeah. Not a good audition if you're trying to show that you're ready for the big time.
1: Coming off a bye week to boot. I mean, San Francisco is coming off a bye as well, but it was an early game. They're, I mean, oh, maybe they were they there for like a week or something, or no?
0: Maybe, but yeah, the west well, West Coast team going east usually is a bad thing. Yeah, but they
1: blew their doors off. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah, they really did. I, I don't think. I don't know. I mean, Lawrence has been disappointing in a lot of ways this year, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's fair to pin it all on him. I know their offensive line hasn't been great. They've been very but bad. It's definitely not what I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's what anybody really expected out of their offense so far this season. Their defense is still is still ranked. Let me see here. They're pretty high, uh, fifth in DVOA, which is wild. I think. Well, San Francisco's offense is insanely good.
1: You're playing the first overall offense by DVOA, so you're, yeah. you're not going to get killed as bad.
0: But yeah, I mean I was I was shocked that it went that way. I I had the Niners in that one. Oh yeah. I did think they were going to win, yeah. but I thought that Jacksonville would put up more of a fight than that for
1: sure. I thought they'd be like cuz San Francisco's defense had been so surprising and they just lo- like shut them down. They couldn't do anything against them. It was yeah, pretty wild.
0: Yeah, that one was was crazy. I I don't know what's missing for Jacksonville. There's it's, there's something weird going on in terms of the offense. And the way that guys aren't performing, you know, I thought that really looked really good in their first game of the year, and since then everything has just seemed like a little disjointed.
1: Yeah, they
0: you know, the guys are just off on their routes a little bit. Their drops at bad moments. That everything is just sort of going the wrong direction at once.
1: Yeah, they don't seem to have. They're not in sync. It doesn't feel like like he. Yeah, can throw much. It feels like his timing and everything he wants to throw to Christian Kirk. He likes to throw to Evan Engram. Like, both those guys had tons of targets. He likes to throw to ETN. Like, you'd think they'd be able to figure Calvin Ridley out. I'd seen some tape where they, like, isolate him, and I was like, oh, does he stink now? Like, is something wrong? Right. Like, he, slow? like he, looks <laughs> he looks great. Like, cooking mm-hmm. guys on routes and stuff. I don't know. You know, yeah, it's it's above my pay grade. <laughs> The
0: one breakdown I saw that that tried to shed some light on it is I guess that Doug Peterson called the plays last year and he handed it over to Press Taylor this year to actually do the play calling. And one of the breakdowns was, was saying that they're just not doing much to clear out space and there's not much of a downfield attack at all. Which, like, when your offensive line is struggling, yeah. that's kind of normal. Yep. But at the same time, if you just never do it, yeah. then... It just it makes the degree of difficulty so high for Lawrence, right? To, to fit it everything is battling those, to get those yeah. six yards at a time.
1: But yeah, I think it, it it probably goes back to their offensive line being bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. One of the it's worst. always hard to get things done yeah. when your offensive line is terrible. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's yeah. So let's, let's the only other thing I wanted to say about the Ravens is, like I said, I've been wrong on them a lot this year whenever I think that they're going to do really well they don't but this was this was the sort of game where I still right before last week a lot of mid-season awards were giving the MVP to Lamar Jackson and I know that I'm like a little I tend to be a little too biased on these things when it comes to like especially the MVP conversation where especially like in the mid-2010s LeBron James should have been the MVP every year it's like (laughs) if he played all the whole season then it's pretty clear who the best player was (laughs) And for me, that's like Patrick Mahomes in the NFL at this point. I'm like, I, I need something so overwhelming to convince me that it's not Mahomes. And the thing with Lamar is sure, it's unlucky that you have a pass, go off somebody's helmet, and it gets picked off for a turn for a touchdown. Yep. At the same time, it's just like not... this The situation doesn't allow for you to make that kind of mistake. And sure, Mahomes makes mistakes too. The Chiefs do lose games, but it's the sort of mistake that I feel like we see the Ravens have (laughs) in these games. And you're like, how did the Ravens lose this game? And it's always a somewhat of a confluence, right? Is they have this great defense, but all of a sudden, for some reason, Deshaun Watson is able to string together a touchdown drive. They have a great offense, but all of a sudden they can't get a first down in overtime against the Colts. Like there's just, there's just a, a slight lack of reliability there. I feel like that, makes it hard for me to to think of them as super bowl favorites and maybe that's still just a little bit of bias coming off the lamar mvp season when they lost to the titans in the playoffs but it's another one where i'm just like i'm not fully confident in them for that long of a run
1: yeah they seem to wilt in like really weird ways that like yeah the chiefs don't
0: (laughs) exactly yeah and and I don't know. Maybe the answer is let Lamar run it a little bit more because that Colts one was infuriating when they, they (laughs) rely on a slant pass at the end of the game. And I'm like, uh, maybe just give Lamar a clear option to run if he doesn't like what he sees, because that's probably your best bet. And we've seen Mahomes do that last season. He did it a lot where it was just like, okay, I guess we're scrambling this game because they're, they're working hard to take away everything. So this one's what's open and we're just going to take it.
1: Yeah. Like I, I think we touched on it last week. Like, they're just hard. It's it's hard to understand why they they can't be more consistent because it's not always against like the best competition either. Like you're talking about the Colts, like right? I, I yeah. It should be it should be that sh- you should be able to lock that one up.
0: Yeah, they're a really good team, but I think yeah, I think they're just firmly in in my prove it category where. I even have more faith in like the Bengals than them when it comes to the playoff because it's like, well, yeah, I've seen I've seen Burrow and the the Bengals offense do it before, where you're scared to let them get the ball back, and you know, I don't know, I don't know if it's a snowballing issue where it just everybody tightens up because their losses are all these bizarre fourth quarter collapses, but it's not great, especially when you have an all time kicker. You'd think that that would be one of the specialties of your team, but
1: yeah, it, to me, it, it's also like. We'll see, like, I think this team, like, this iteration of them, I like more, because, like, I don't know, we're watching the game right now a little bit, he hasn't really had any, like, I guess he had Hollywood, but he always had, like, mm-hmm. a case of the drops, like, in big, it seemed like, like, Odell Beckham mm-hmm. Jr., like, I, I don't know, if maybe he can stay healthy, and they can rely on him more, like, they haven't had anyone to make that huge, like game-changing play that is not Lamar Jackson, so it's like, yeah, when everything falls on his shoulders, and it's like for whatever reason, like the NFL media loves to be hypercritical of him. Like we yeah. can probably get into why or why that why that is, uh, you know. We I don't know for sure, but it's like who the fuck has this dude been <laughs> throwing the ball to? Like Hollywood, Mark Andrews. Like last yep. year was a absolute clown show. I think, like, yeah. he's got Zay Flowers this year that does some... Not Zay Flowers. Yeah, he's looking better. The other Flowers.
0: Yep. No, they do have Zay Flowers, oh, they yeah. Do? oh,
1: yeah. So, like, they got some guys that can do some things. It's not, like... Like, Rashad Bateman was their best wide receiver last year. Like, that's a joke. Like, they were looking for, like, Devin Duvernay in the past game last year. Like, that's yeah. a fucking yeah, yeah, joke. Yeah. That's a joke. So, I mean, even a dude like Nelson Aguilar has a t- long touchdown on a crazy, like tipped pass in this game and Nelson Aguilar is not great but like where the fuck's Rashad Bateman been this year (laughs) like like I don't know dude like they got some more guys and I think like there's I think that this team this iteration of the offense has been like they've kind of been slow to start but they're looking a lot better
0: well to your point it's weird because I like in my brain I want to say well let's see how they play against a good team They've smoked. But a they've quite they've a few thumped good the good games. teams. Yeah. They just lose these stupid ones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're beating down the Bengals right now. Yeah,
0: they lose seventeen to ten to the Steelers. Like what's yeah, <laughs> what's happening? They're losing overtime to the Colts, they lose to the, the Browns, like, you know. Eh, maybe it's just divisional fuckery again.
1: Yeah. Hey. The AFC North is rife with divisional fuckery for sure. Of, it really of is. Every division, that's the one. AFC Agreed. South is also pretty weird. And the NFC yeah. West can be kind of strange. And the NFC South.
0: Well, the South, Both the Souths are just weird.
1: <laughs> yep, yeah, for sure. But yeah.
0: How about, how about positive performances from last week? How about CJ Stroud and those Houston Texans?
1: <laughs> They're so good. Like I don't know. It's hilarious. They The Houston Texans haven't won more than five games since 2019. They already have five wins. Like, I don't want to shit on a lot of guys, but, I don't know, I'm like, CJ Stroud, like, if he does this for two more years, it's basically the best player in Houston Texans history. Like, Andre Johnson's really good, obviously, JJ Watt, okay, so he's not, he isn't, in two more years, but like, holy moly, he's great.
0: Yeah, he's been amazing to
1: watch. And no, no one that they he throws passes to has been is higher than a third round pick, like, it's cool, it's just really cool how... A, a rookie I and mean, their
0: offensive line isn't great like they're playing okay this year but they were a terrible offensive line last year it's not like it's full of studs yeah.
1: like can you think of a rookie that's come in and played this well i think of like Russ. No. i mean the last one
0: who even did this well from a winning standpoint i feel like was andrew luck and and his his numbers weren't as good especially turnover wise yeah, same
1: with russ was good but he didn't have to do as much so it's crazy to think about. Are you
0: suggesting that that uh, Tank Dell, <laughs> Nico Collins, Noah Brown, these aren't these, these aren't are not the time receivers? <laughs> How about these numbers? Week two, Nico Collins, one hundred and forty-six yards. Week three, Tank Dell, one hundred and forty-five yards. Week four, Nico Collins, one hundred and sixty-eight yards.
1: I don't know a ton about Tank Dell. I watched Nico Collins play like every week of his career in college. And he really suffered from the fact that the Michigan Wolverines cannot throw a football. Like, they have no competent passing game. So he fell in the draft pretty far. But I always thought he was awesome.
0: Okay, that's good to know. Because I, I didn't know anything about him at all. But yeah, that's that's good to know. Yeah. I agree. There, there's no passing game at that school. So it's hard to...
1: Literally. Last week, they beat Penn State. Good for them. I mean, oh, fuck. First, we're taking a little detour. Fuck Michigan. (laughs) Just fuck them right now. Are you serious? Like, if I have to read another fucking think piece about how Jim Harbaugh's in fucking jail because he didn't steal the signs bad enough or something. Like, shut up. Your stupid school sucks. You will never... You're not going to win with this team. You beat Penn State and your five-star quarterback. John, how many passes do you think J.J. McCarthy attempted in the second half of that game? I'm going to guess... Seven. It's fucking zero. <laughs> it's zero. They beat Penn State attempting zero passes. And if, if somebody wants to say it's 4D chess, no, dude. They think he stinks because he does. And your stupid school can't have an offense from after 1921. Like, get out of here. That's Which I still haven't figured out entirely because... Zero passes. How can... Zero passes. Zero passes. He just got lucky. He didn't. He didn't even. Did he even recruit Andrew Luck? He just came to Stanford and he was there. (laughs) I think that's correct. Yeah. And then he went and got Alex. He had Alex Smith and lucked into Colin Kaepernick. Then he went to Michigan and no one's been able to throw the ball. I just can't believe that you're throwing
0: shade on the the strength of schedule before Penn State. I just you're not impressed by their wins over East Carolina, no UNLV, Bowling Green.
1: Rutgers? Rutgers. Oldest program in Nebraska. history.
0: <laughs> Minnesota. Can't
1: Rule. Indiana. The little brown jug.
0: <laughs> Michigan State? I think, no, they, what, what did they beat us? 48-0? 49-0. hey No, not not impressive. But yeah, I mean, I would be... If I was a Michigan fan, I'd be concerned that you had all these huge wins, and then the first time you play a ranked opponent, it goes to 24-15. <laughs>
1: He threw the ball no times in the second half.
0: What do you mean he had he had sixty yards passing on the day?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just can't, I just can't with that. I, like, that's that's very fair.
0: I saw someone, I saw someone post like a free Harbaugh thing, and I was like, okay, people, just settle broken. down. If they can't win these games to close out the season with Harbaugh out, then like they don't deserve to be there anyway. But that's also, that's my argument pretty much every like, year for college football. So.
1: The scandal is as stupid as it gets, and it definitely is just cheating. So I don't know what you want. Like, yeah, don't yeah. don't cheat. I don't. I can't. I really. I can't say it any different. But I don't know. Zero times. So Nico Collins came from a program that's be- essentially Georgia Tech, <laughs> and yeah, that's how that's how there good go. Des Bryant and Calvin Johnson were, where they were still taken like yeah in the first ten picks a team school that ran a triple option
0: like i've been i've been very entertained by noah brown going off the last couple weeks because i distinctly remember looking at him in fantasy and then being like wait he's in his sixth year like this is obviously just an aberration he's not <laughs> he's not that good but yes two weeks in a row now with 150 plus receiving yards
1: so wow you're, you're surprised davis mills couldn't unlock him yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> Six years is a long time. <laughs>
1: it's like uh I feel like it's like Khalif Raymond, like on the, the Lions. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sorry, I really I don't know. Usually I don't really care that much about Michigan, but they're they're really getting under my skin this year.
0: <laughs> well you just gotta wait for them to play Ohio State, right? It'll be it'll be interesting. I don't
1: know. Last two times they didn't have to throw the ball against them either.
0: So, okay, so now, I'm sorry, I'm doing a little deep dive now on Noah Brown. He was drafted in 2017 by Dallas. He was almost Mr. Irrelevant, because round seven picked 239. That's pretty darn low. 251
1: or 252 ends up being the last one you should Right, yeah.
0: Yeah. In 2017, he had nine targets.
1: (laughs) Nine targets. Yikes. In
0: 2018, he ended up with eight targets
1: we're still on dallas
0: uh yes i think <laughs> ESPN sucks for stats let me check out another one we'll go to football reference He went to ohio state i guess wide receiver you now
1: i mean it is <laughs> yeah nothing you can it really it just is it
0: was it was a half joke but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay so yeah here we go 2017 dallas
1: Let me think if I can think of some good Ohio State wide receivers: Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas,
0: Chris Olave. Uh, We'll see if Smith and Jigba comes uh, out and and ends up being good.
1: J Mo went to Ohio State for a few years.
0: Was uh, Uh, Was was Paris Campbell there? Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. Olave, Garrett Wilson, J Mo, Smith, and Jigba marvin harrison jr who's coming out next year i guess but yeah it's a a lot you got a lot there's more we're missing some yeah there
0: are more for sure yeah so yeah so here we go 2017 drafted by dallas nine targets 2018 with dallas eight targets 2019 there is no row for 2019 (laughs) don't know
1: what happened Just hanging on the xfl playing for the battle
0: 2020 is with dallas and he has twenty four targets. 2021, 25 targets. Twenty twenty two with Dallas, he has seventy four targets hey. in sixteen games. And I mean he seems like a decent stats. I mean, five hundred and fifty five yards, that's like a, a not terrible year.
1: So he just basically was playing behind like Amari Cooper. <laughs> For that's
0: most of the That's what it that sort of time. seems like, right? And C D yeah, and C D and, yeah. and
1: Michael Gallup and
0: But that's a weird one.
1: Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, you don't usually see someone stick around that much, that long when
0: right, if they're not getting targeted at all. Yeah. Yeah, very strange. Okay, let's go back to Yeah, I think that's probably good enough for the, the recapping last week. Let's talk about the games we're excited for this week. Obviously, I was more excited for Ravens Bengals before Burrow went out with a wrist injury.
1: This guy's cooking. What's his name? <laughs> Jake Browning. Jake Browning. Dude, 3 of 5 for 33 yards.
0: The 27-year-old in his first year in the NFL. <laughs> oh man! And I don't think he went to BYU. That's usually the explanation. He went to so, Washington.
1: Yeah, he went to Washington. Yeah, yeah.
0: Not not super excited to watch the rest of this game play out, especially since I had yeah. Bengals plus four. But here we are. <laughs> uh, obviously, the next most exciting game of the year of the week is Lions Bears. Oh right?
1: baby, you know it.
0: Round one of Detroit Chicago for the season, and. The spread's
1: pretty big. What is it?
0: Uh, When I first checked, it was Detroit minus 10. And the game is in Detroit. Let me see what it is
1: now. I bet it came down. Fields, active, 8.5 seems right to me.
0: Yeah, I think the 10 was before they announced that Fields was for sure coming back for this game. Let's see. Yes, it it is all the way down to 7.5. Oh, wow. So that's a pretty considerable line movement there,
1: yeah, I like i, like, eh, I like Detroit there, eight and a half I'd i don't want I don't wanna, I don't wanna little... spoil
0: my pick for later, <laughs> no, it's okay, it's not it's not one of my four picks of the week, but I jumped on the lions minus ten, so
1: <laughs> oh, that's great,
0: so I had the same thought that you did because I was trying to figure out, I was like, man, I don't know ten ten seems like a lot, it's a divisional game, like. I remember Justin Fields. The Bears almost beat him last season because Fields was just running all over him like crazy. I don't know if it's a good idea. And then I went and looked at the actual like results, and so that was that game that the Lions came back to win thirty-one to thirty. Yep. And Fields really did. Soldier. He was just going yeah. bonkers on them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they played again last season though. After that, on New Year's Day, the Bears got and the Lions won forty-one to
1: ten. Bears got in that one. I remember.
0: So. Yeah, needless to say I'm not too worried about that one I kind of feel good about about taking the Lions minus 10 at home but I don't know I mean maybe maybe Justin Fields runs for 200 yards and and that's what happens but yeah I I feel like the Lions have improved a lot since last year and the Brown and the Bears have gone the other direction
1: Uh, we'll see the only the only thing I worry about is I kind of pointed out like we're a little bit vulnerable to a very talented wide receiver and if fields is connecting with dj it could be a long day and if yeah that's a, like i don't really think Cole Komet's going to be a huge deal cuz i don't think he's like you know he's a good red zone guy he's pretty good possession I
0: mean he but. was last year he was he was tough for you guys last year yes
1: <laughs> well that was like we're always have been like the worst wide tight end covering team like in the nfl for like 10 straight years
0: that's right wasn't wasn't but, last season where it was like if you just started the tight end that was going against that was, the lions every I think week
1: that was two years ago but <laughs> yeah i think it was at the best tight end yeah, in football. <laughs> i think brian branch is here now and it's gonna make it a little better
0: <laughs> yeah yeah for sure so yeah so yeah i'm, I'm going lions minus 10 in that one yeah <laughs> let's go on to the actually exciting games before we get to the, the the headliner does broncos vikings count as an exciting game now
1: uh i kind of think it does just because, as I alluded to previously, Josh Dobbs is my favorite player. So, yeah. I
0: mean, he's going to be fun, right? It seems like no matter
1: what, he's he's in interesting games. That was the
0: case with the Cardinals. Like, they lost a bunch of them, but they were always close.
1: Yeah. So, I think, uh, you know, it, it is exciting. Um, I think, like, I am a little bit sad because I kind of want the Vikings to be good. But that means that the Lions are going to suffer. But, I don't know. I I kind of... It's like... It gets me a little bit excited. Not all the way excited.
0: Yeah. Well, you don't want... You don't want the Vikings to be too bad, either. Because then they get a good draft pick. So, (laughs) this is is perfect, really.
1: Right on the road of mediocrity. Yeah, it's... It's fun, but it's like... Yeah, there's... I don't know. I feel like both these defenses are kind of meh. The Vikings defense has been kind of waking up a little lately, so...
0: Yeah, the Vikings defense is all the way up to... Eighth, holy moly, in away how can that be? Right between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Detroit Lions. Who? All right, what? Which is wild. That's crazy. I, mean, I truly think, can't believe that. They started off
1: pretty bad. Yep. But then it's like, I want to see who this. Yeah, I mean, collection of I, I wouldn't guess that at all. Ah, okay, I see what's happened here.
0: The Niners one is going to be huge for them because oh, the Niners yeah. offense is such an outlier. Yeah anybody and have, them. all the
1: other yeah. teams that cooked them were good teams like mm-hmm. the eagles cooked them the chargers yeah. cooked them the chiefs kind of cooked them a little all right i kind of see what's happening here but it's like i don't know i that seems a little bit iffy to me because that that 49ers game was <laughs> weird
0: oh yeah i agree um okay so then then i think the headliner i think everyone agrees is probably the super bowl rematch the right kelsey of bowl the, the
1: chiefs and the eagles <laughs> yep i think yeah it's a really interesting storyline taylor swift's dad is gonna wear a chief's jersey everyone is Ooh. freaking out about it because he's from pennsylvania
0: yeah yeah i mean that's that's betrayal right there
1: yep so jason kelsey said he is mad <laughs> travis kelsey was in argentina last week everyone was really excited oh you know too much about this now <laughs> you can't avoid it you know what I, you know exactly what i'm talking about so you know enough about it as well i i do not know about where travis kelsey has been he's he's in argentina he went to see to see taylor <laughs> it was like the That's internet nice. moment of the week they hugged each other it was cute i'm i'm generally
0: off the internet i think i saw a <laughs> clip of that but i didn't have any audio on so i didn't know what was actually happening i just thought that she went to say hi to him at a concert. <laughs>
1: Yep, and then she changed the lyrics to one of her songs. That was wow. like,
0: I did see something today. About Karma some old, is old, the guy uh, on the
1: Chiefs, or something.
0: Some old uh, Facebook quotes of his, or Facebook posts of his being dug up, or something like that. Oh, I haven't
1: seen that. What did they say?
0: Uh, I mean, they're pretty much your classic, I would say, tight end posts. Uh, what does you that know, mean? R- ruminating on on life. Let me let me take a look here at the ones that they they dug up.
1: Travis Kelsey old tweets. Wholesome. Oh, they're wholesome.
0: Yeah, I mean they're just like boring, right? They're just like, <laughs>
1: I just Oh, wow. His his spelling is straight up terrible. The spelling's rough. It's, yeah. Uh, wow. Haha, <laughs> crazy. Might just
0: mean that he does his own tweets though versus everybody else.
1: <laughs> a squirrel a piece of bread and it straight smashed all of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's just going stream of conference Nap time. <laughs>
1: Uh, can't find my phone either somebody got me for it or i misplaced it <laughs> 10 55 p.m man
0: i mean it does remind me a lot crazy of like <laughs> ah. it reminds me quite a bit of like my facebook memories and some of them, I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's an old photo of like one of the visits we did to Michigan, to see you guys, or something like that. And then the other ones are like studying at the library. Who wants to go drinking tonight? And I'm like, cool. Thanks for that. Thanks for
1: reminding me of that memory. <laughs>
0: that's a that's an important that's one. Just for sure. like <laughs>
1: it used to be. Uh, if you uh, you know, it's hard and you know, in context, like it just wasn't like that back then. Right. Like, everyone was yeah. just like saying. things inane shit all the
0: time yeah. so whatever popped into your head just yeah. you know the moon looks crazy tonight I'm <laughs> gonna chill out here for a little and just visualize my success and vibe to the scenery
1: I mean it's good it's not Mitch Trubisky good no no Mitch <laughs> Mr. Trubisky he was on some different shit like, they were the best the mom's minivan one like a boss <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> he might not have be been able to throw a football, but he's he's an all-timer when it comes to tweeting. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh, I basically got rid of all my old Facebook, so I don't know what that says. That's fair. And I shut down my Twitter, so I don't know what that's. <laughs> fuck you, Elon. I hope you hear me. Agreed. Go back to your parents' diamond mine and fuck some diamonds or emeralds or whatever, you goober. Yeah. <laughs> You know what's really cool about him? If you just, like, look at what he actually looks Nothing. like, he looks like Gollum from, <laughs> like, he, he, <laughs> if you, like, look at what like he what he actually looks like before he had, like, a bunch of plastic surgery and, like, his teeth fixed and got hair yeah. put on his head, he, like, literally just looks like fucking
0: Gollum. I liked his, his obsession with the letter X, which I'm like, yes, I also remember when I was, like, four years old and thought <laughs> X was
1: a cool letter. <laughs> I too have watched an anime where they. I no, I too played a Chrono Trigger where yeah they did yeah, the X Slash yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that
0: was big for sure. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the picks of this week. Uh, we went three and one last week, so nice, nice positive week once again. And let's see, let's see what you what your vibe is on these four. So the first one I have is the Miami Dolphins minus twelve versus the, the emancipated Las Vegas Raiders.
1: <laughs> that's gotta be in miami right
0: i'm picking miami in that one is it, it is in, in miami that's it's correct
1: in miami oh hey that's yeah i think a coming back i like it
0: okay excellent yeah i feel like the raiders luck is gonna it's not luck the, the the good vibes of coaching yeah changing the coach at some point runs out and you're left with playing against a team who has a really good offense so the next one I have is the Dallas Cowboys minus ten and a half at the Carolina Panthers.
1: Oh, damn.
0: That line seemed kind of low to me. Car-
1: I want to look at some results. Carolina results. Because, like, weirdly, they always lose. It doesn't feel like they get murdered often. They get crushed, yeah. Which is just weird. Oh, A nah. nah. uh. little bit? They're- largest margin of defeat was in detroit okay they lost by 18 that's probably fine and they oh they lost by to the 21 dolphins. to the dolphins so that's it those are the two big. i think so yeah i think i like that
0: okay yeah i said that it'd be a little higher than 10 just because dallas is also on the opposite side and they just crushed the terrible teams and then struggle against anyone oh, who's yeah. good that's true so that's that was my thinking with that one all right moving on to number three we have the los Angeles Chargers. Minus three, going into Green Bay to play Joe Barry's
1: Packers. Yeah, I kind of love it. I've heard people (laughs) thinking, the only thing, I I have a little bit of pause, because I think quietly Jordan Love is not playing as dog shit as he was a few weeks ago, so I also think Brandon Staley's defense is trash, but I unless the chargers do the thing where they charge and just like fall apart for no reason they should stop the Packers.
0: yeah this was one where i just felt like i feel like the perception has swung too far on the chargers where i know that they're disappointing because we all feel like they should be better with justin herbert and all that but they also haven't been like bad and green bay has been bad yeah so i don't see why green bay is gonna like really slow their offense down and if that's the case, then you're going to need Jordan Love to really pick it up. And that's, I just, yeah, I, I, I'm willing to bank against that.
1: Yeah, and it's like, you know, it's like what we said about San Francisco. That wasn't true. West Coast team coming out and playing a 1 p.m. game. Mm-hmm. So, but I like it. The Chargers, though, the Chargers always, whenever I bet on them, yeah. they fuck me. Yeah. Whenever I bet against them, they fuck me. So I never know with them.
0: All right, and the last one. The Minnesota Vikings and Josh Dobbs plus two point five heading into
1: Denver to take on the Broncos. Oh no! Oh man, that's uh, you're that's a prime time game Sunday night. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I'm if I'm betting with my heart, yeah. Josh Dobbs, baby. I love it.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of if I'm being really dumb with that one. And like I said, I've been wrong on Denver every week since week 3. And I've bet both ways. I haven't just been picking against them or anything like that. But I kind of feel like they're three wins in a row, like that's that's the limit for for Denver. I don't think that they that they can win four games in a row. So they beat the Packers by 2, got a little lucky. They beat the Chiefs when Mahomes was sick, 24 to 9, and they beat the Bills by 2, also getting very lucky in that one. And I just feel like they're they're not a a four win in a row type of team right i don't don't think that they
1: are coming on a short week but both teams has have like high emotions so Mm -hmm. i don't know that one is confounding to me yeah it's gonna be a really weird game
0: i just i think i think josh dobbs you know he got me last week after he after he got me against the falcons he he got me again last week taking down new orleans yeah i'm just i'm not betting against josh dobbs anymore (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i get that but also <laughs> it feels like you shouldn't be betting on denver at all yeah yeah that's a big part of it what do you think about oh man there's some good ones coming down here i see houston is given five to arizona five that's yeah a ton
0: i agree that one seemed like a lot but like i know houston's been surprisingly good but I don't know if that puts them quite at that level.
1: The Jags are given seven to the Titans. These Lions, I hate this.
0: I know. I was not happy with the Lions this week.
1: These are bad news.
0: I really struggled.
1: Oh, you know, but I think one I love, Buffalo given seven to the Jets. You like Buffalo? Oh, yeah. Love them.
0: I think I'm zagging on you there. I'm taking the You're Jets. You're taking the up. Jets,
1: but Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. That's a classic get right game for our boys. It is, but they just lost at home to Denver. I know they did. But it's, <laughs> we're talking about the Jets right now.
0: <sighs> <sighs> I know. I know.
1: And then I, I again yeah, these I hate these lines. These are all terrible. Mm-hmm. So I, I get where you're coming from with these four.
0: Yeah, like the Niners minus eleven against Tampa Bay. I mean, I like that's the Niners were blew, blowing out all the teams early in the that's year, up but
1: to twelve now. <laughs> Man. I just don't know. I mean That's a crazy one. The what about this Seahawks Rams line? I know. What is happening with this? Oh man, there's something. there has to be something out there, right? Because it was a little line the first game of the season and everyone thought the Rams were just gonna get crushed. And now it's only Rams plus one.
0: Mm-hmm. It seems to be strange and Stafford's back.
1: Yes. is. Yeah,
0: I don't know. How how do you feel about Sam Howell laying
1: ten points against the Giants? Ten points—that's down <laughs> way down now. Oh, is it I really think it's down to eight and a half? Which okay. I like a lot okay. more.
0: I jumped on the Giants at ten. I was just like, I—that's too much. I, I don't believe in Tommy DeVito at all, but like Sam Howell and the Commanders being favored by ten.
1: <laughs> I think the only thing like they have that stat that's like big time throws. I think Sam Howell has is number one yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He's been ridiculous with them. <laughs>
1: so, he also I think is top five in like turnover worthy passes, so Right, right, yeah. But I mean <laughs> who on that defense can turn you over? That's the question. Yeah. So it's gonna be a real battle of, of ineptitude. Yeah, I can see Scary Terry going off. I mean it is, but it's like Washington can put some points on you if you're bad. Yeah. So, absolutely that's like the only unit that I'm even a little bit like excited to see so yeah I hate and I think it's just terrible
0: Washington's defense is so bad yep what are they up to now? what did you uh
1: thirty so you're you you took the lions at ten you weren't you weren't convinced by Eberflues talking about the sweat effect
0: no <laughs> i was not i uh, thank you for sharing that article with me uh no i don't think that contest sweat is enough to turn around the fortunes of the bears uh 28th
1: ranked defense what is their pressure rate probably like one of the lowest of the nfl it can't be good yeah yeah you I guys mean... got some you put some pressure on bryce young uh, against the panthers you think you're all right <laughs> i think i think if anything that means you guys have turned the corner
0: yeah, that's that's the evidence right there, is beating, beating Carolina by three at home.
1: Yep. You, you <laughs> held them down to 13 points. I think, like the Chargers, when Detroit's top five offense comes to town, you're just going to be fine.
0: Uh, let's see here. The Chicago Bears currently rank 32nd in adjusted <laughs> sack rate.
1: <laughs> Watch out for the sweat effect.
0: They are a full percentage point behind the Giants.
1: And what's their percentage overall? Uh, The Bears are at
0: at 3.8% for adjusted sack rate.
1: So so they're more than 25% less than the next team. Oh my
0: goodness. Las Vegas is in 20th with 7.4. So like 50% of of the 20th ranked team.
1: What you're really saying is (laughs) the Chicago Bears' entire defense gets a sack half as often as max crosby does <laughs>
0: yeah that's exactly right <laughs>
1: oh yeah oh man <laughs>
0: yeah. all right buddy that's uh, a good time to wrap it for this week so. uh thank you very much for joining and looking forward to discussing uh the lions just crushing the bears this weekend
1: oh, i feel like that was a uh, a legitimate effort and a curse or a yeah, jinx, reverse jinx in it, and I think uh, the Lions. If I'm picking the game, Lions losing by 55. So <laughs> perfect. All right, buddy, have a good night. See you.